Poets for peace like the white peace dove, symbolic of peace and love. Playing the tranquil symphony of universal peace and harmony. Love for all and hatred for none is our passion, aim, and motivation. This is the Voice of Islam Radio, Poets for Peace Show. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. In the name of Allah, the gracious, ever merciful. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be on you. Welcome to the Poets for Peace Show on Voice of Islam Radio, broadcasting from its Battle for Studio in London. I am Ramin Masood. And I'll be hosting the show today. Poets for Peace show spreads a universal message of peace to the world through poetry. Poetry of peace, goodwill, fraternity, serenity, enlightenment and reawakening. Our show has three segments, symphony, viewpoint and inspirational. In the symphony segment, Poets share their original poetry on the theme. Viewpoint segment presents views of experts on the theme of the show. And then inspirational segment presents singing of an inspiring poem followed by its elaboration. The fascinating theme for today's show is Beauty of Nature Reflects Its Creator. Let's begin our symphony segment today by celebrating the profound connection between nature's beauty and its sublime creator, starting our odyssey with co-presenter and producer Dr. Bushra Khan, an inspirational poet, author, lifestyle well-being doctor and motivational speaker from East Sussex. On my early morning walks in the countryside, The tranquility of dawn stirs my inner consciousness and I reflect upon the enchanting beauty of nature unraveling all around me. Marveling at the intricate creativity and immense diversity of nature, I am so overwhelmed with awe, wonder and admiration for its divine artist and feel a close connection with this transcendent creator who manifests his power and splendor through his incredible creation. Stay tuned to join me in my enlightening quest to discover hidden messages in nature. In the musical song of the nightingale, echoing among the trees. In the sweet smell of the daffodils, dancing in the breeze. In the sparkle of a dewdrop, clinging to a rosy petal. In the crystal waters of the lake, rippling with soft music. Spontaneity of the gushing stream, gliding down the hill and in the whistle of the wind between the rustling leaves, I find a tale. In the twinkle of the evening star, 
set in the serene sky, in the pale face of the rising moon peeping through the clouds, in the faint glimmer of the Milky Way, in an endless universe, in the radiance of the gem lost in the depths of the sea, in the sudden peal of thunder on a dark and stormy night, and in the flash of lightning stirring fear and hope, I find a mystery. In the blue expanse of the summer sky above a restless world, in the tenderness of the rosebud amidst the prickly thorns, in the hardness of the rock that burst into a stream, in the ruthless blaze of the midday sun scorching the tender blossoms, in the gentleness of the raindrops that freshen them anew, I find a lesson. In the fostering shade of the oak tree, sheltering the weary traveller, the solace of the oasis in the scorching desert heat, modesty of the lovely pearls draped in their oyster, humility of the fruit-laden bough prostrating down to earth, while the stark, barren branches stretch haughtily into the sky, I find a message. In the grim glow of the setting sun, sinking fatally into the horizon, in the merriment of the crickets at the dead of night, in the glamour of the peacock dancing alone in the woods, in the eerie glow of the firefly peeping through the dusky leaves, in the amber heart of a dancing flame glowing in the dark, I find a secret. That was intriguing. I found a most thought-provoking verse. Humility of the fruit-laden bough prostrating down to earth while the stark barren branches stretch haughtily into the sky. A vivid lesson from nature that when generously blessed, one should become humbled with gratitude like the fruit-laden bough as haughtiness and arrogance depict hollowness and emptiness, like the barren branches stretching high. Now you'll be listening to a poem by Ramin Masood, a young medic from Leicester. The Creator and His Creation Beneath the veil of the mystic moon, a solitary girl sat in deep thought. By the river's edge under the silver light, her mind in wonder caught. Shrouded by questions big and mighty, vast and profound, a fleeting thought crossed her mind. Behold the beauty of creation so sublime. In awe she peered at the moon, a lambent lantern emitting its celestial glow. 
her heart became restive, sending an earnest echo. With twinkling stellar structures as her witnesses, she pondered harder and harder, casting her gaze all around her. Who could have woven the tapestry of this realm? A persisting question of great ardour. Her eyes wandered further at the trees, standing like sentinels, their branches weaving tales, carrying whispers of ancient folklore and many secrets of life. She heard the river murmuring an enchanting hymn, lying across the land in smooth curves. Cool, innocuous and magnificent, reflecting the stars in the watery swerves. Slowly, she dipped the ends of her fingers, an ethereal current in the regal ebb and flow. Pensively, she looked at the bright moths with wings aglow. Who fashioned thy beautiful anatomy with such care? she wondered. She heard the moths fluttering their wings, travelling to the mountains standing silently in the background. Brooches of snow engulfed their imposing peaks, encompassing them in wreaths of angel white, far beyond the reach of mere mortals, she concluded. As the girl watched the enchanting show, a gentle shower of revelation poured down, followed by a raging torrent of inspiration so rare. In the silence of the night, her heart became awash with splendour. A truth unfurled as she realised the masterpiece of this world is a refined creation of divine decree. As the realisation of the beauty around her hit deep, tears rolled down her cheeks, her heart full of remorse. How had she failed to see her creator in his creation? How had she missed this nature's beauty? With a heavy heart, she whispered a solemn prayer. Just then, shafts of heavenly light suffused her like magical chimes. Radiating from the veils of the heavens, an angelic aura imbued the air in view. With gratitude in her gaze, she saw the spirit of creation laden with the love of the Creator. The creation is ephemeral, but the Creator is eternal, she learnt. As the girl brushed her hands across the palette of petals, she felt the ground reverberating with life anew. We are fashioned by Al-Musavr, the greatest fashioner, the one who is unseen, majestic and perpetual. Smiling, the girl rested her head upon the grass and gradually she closed her eyes, entering a tranquil slumber. For her heart was now at peace, having found her creator. Thus, what she was seeking had at last been sought. A young girl's journey of spiritual reawakening and her moment of enlightenment has been beautifully captured in this poem, in the dramatic setting of a riverside on a moonlit night. 
Now you'll be listening to a poem by Shifa Ahmed, who is doing a master's in macrosocial work from Baltimore, USA. When I pray, I feel peace. When I cry, I feel relief. Who made me like this? Who showed me this way? Who made the grass smell so sweet and the sky so wide? And showed the trees how to cover me? Who showed my mother how to hold me? And who showed her how to love me? It was he who made the earth spin, who made the apple crisp, whose love is in the water that ripples in my mirror. He who led me into prayer so that I could cry and feel him here. The creation of human emotions, a mother's love for her child, finding solace in prayer, lightening the heart through tears are all fascinating reflections of the creator's wisdom and care. Our next poem is by Danya Nasser from Guildford, Surrey, a student of forensic psychology and criminology at Kingston University. The birds fly high in the beautiful blue sky. The diamond stars shine bright throughout the night. Oh, how the beauty of nature reflects its creator. The moon sheds light on the pathways until the next morning when the sun shines its rays. Oh, how the beauty of nature reflects its creator. Colourful flowers bloom through winter, autumn, summer and spring. Oh, the joy this sight brings. Oh, the joy this sight brings. The graceful green trees sway left and right with the wind blowing and the sun shining bright. Oh, how the beauty of nature reflects its creator. The smell of the ground every time it rains, in winter chill, soothing warmth of the sun. Who could the creator of all this be? Who, except God Almighty, the one? Oh, how the beauty of nature reflects its creator. Oh, how the beauty of nature reflects its creator. The simple joys of reflecting upon the beauty of flying birds, shining stars, swaying trees and blooming flowers, and how they all point towards their creator. Poetry is the voice of the soul and the language of devotion. It has the magical power to capture, communicate, inspire and ignite creating a profound impact on human emotions. Poetry is an essential part of our culture, expressing concepts in unique and resonant ways that survive and continue to inspire readers for thousands of years. Now, you'll be listening to a poem by Durasameen Alam, a social worker from Cape Town, South Africa. The beauty of nature reflects its creator. Amidst nature's embrace, I roamed and mused. How wondrous the creator, my soul infused. A single thought, my heart in joy did seize. No greater bliss, no other could appease. Every mountain peak displayed his majesty. Every river's flow 
portrayed his calmness and beauty. Beneath every tree's cool shade, his grace I trace. On green grass I stroll, fruits I embrace. Breathing the air in the midst of life's swift race. Surrendering to nature, I glimpse God's gentle grace. Peering deep within, I grasp the true majestic embrace. Learn from this nature the greatness in its state. Before it's too late, discover God's love innate. Nature's gifts, a bridge to the soul's embrace. With confidence, Tread upon this sacred space. Serve all creatures with open eyes and grace. Give thanks for earthly blessings in the Creator's trace. In nature's embrace, I find my tranquil place. A harmonious realm, a grateful grace. It heals and strengthens, offers solitude profound. A soothing balm for fear and anger's fire I have found. To calm the storms of stress, my heart's desire. In nature's embrace, I seek solace, I aspire. Many have lost in this world's deceitful sway. In God's nature, I will seek my own true way. With an attitude of peace, I will gently stay. Guided by His light, where tranquility holds its way. With God's loving care, a gift so thoughtful, my life in nature's hands becomes soulful. In nature's beauty, awareness I find, unraveling from life's tumultuous grind. Amidst the frenzy, serenity I bind. In nature's cradle, all worries resigned. Eternally to the divine, my soul aligned. Nature's beauty reflects its supreme artist, and his wisdom is apparent in how different species coexist and ecosystems thrive reflecting the supreme intelligence of the designer of our sustainable world. Through nature, we as humans can learn to connect with each other, to cooperate and coexist. As nature's gifts extend to every corner of the world, unifying humanity through shared experiences of nature's beauty. This poem also serves as a poignant reminder of the critical importance and need 
of global unity and global peace and encourages us to take moments of reflection and meditation in natural settings, fostering a deeper connection with the Creator and discovery of inner peace and profound wisdom. Our next poem is by Reem Shraiki from Surrey, a researcher at Arab Desk. In awe, people gathered around Imam Razi on a road. An old woman questioned, who is he, with wonder bestowed. He is the greatest scholar, they said, with thousand proofs that shine, showing Allah's existence in every radiant sign. With reverence, she whispered, does he need such a defense? Glory be to God, our faith in him needs no evidence. Imam Razi, moved by her unwavering trust, prayed, grant me her faith, in you I firmly adjust. This woman, wise and aged, found Allah not in scrolls, but in daylight, in night, in nature's endless rolls. The heavens, vast and pillarless, a miracle so grand, with colors that do not harm, crafted by Allah's hand. The earth, a cradle laid, with mountains tall and firm, plains, valleys, plateaus, each with its unique term. When rain kisses the soil, life stirs in wondrous ways. Plants bloom, creatures thrive in nature's mystic maze. The gentle air, the winds that carry life's sweet song. From tree to tree, they dance a melody lifelong. Night's a cloak and day's a bright face, a cycle pure and true. In darkness, creatures rest, with dawn they start anew. Behold the sun, the giver of life's precious light, fueling plants, nurturing all in day and night. In these cosmic marvels, in every wondrous glance, lies the might of Allah in his vast expanse. In the universe tapestry, in each sign we find certainty of faith in every heart and mind. For in the earth and the sky, in every living breath, Allah's signs abound, defeating doubt and the spiritual death. In the tapestry of the universe, in each sign we find certainty of faith for our heart, soul and mind. Very well said. Through the parable of the woman and the saint, the poet illustrates the fundamental reality that the creator's signs are clearly evident in his creation for both the common man as well as the scholar. Butterflies have always fascinated me as the most thrilling masterpiece of creation. As a child, I was fond of chasing these elusive, fluttering creatures, attracted by the magnificent, brightly coloured patterns on their wings. Once I got the opportunity to visit a butterfly museum on a tropical island, and it was such a stunning display of such a variety of sizes and shapes of brilliant butterflies, which I never thought existed. 
It sometimes makes me wonder at the miracle of nature, how just an ordinary looking caterpillar transforms into these exquisitely beautiful creatures. And I'm really overwhelmed with adoration for the supreme artist, the creator of these beautiful creatures, the Al-Musavvir, the supreme artist who fashions them with such care and attention just for our pleasure. Now it's time for a short break. Relax and immerse yourself into the tranquility of nature's melodies, hymns of singing birds and rustling leaves, reflecting upon the magic and beauty around you. We'll be back with more interesting segments, so stay tuned on Poets for Peace show, beacon of universal messages of peace. Poets for Peace, connecting the hearts of the world through poetry. Poetry of peace, goodwill, harmony, fraternity, serenity, enlightenment, and reawakening. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be on you. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed the break with the refreshing nature sounds. We're now moving on to our viewpoint segment with some enriching insights on our theme. Welcome to our viewpoint segment. Today we have a very illustrious guest in the show, Dr. Laura Patris, who is a lecturer, optometrist, sound healer, voice therapist, musician, writer, artist and psycho-spiritual counsellor who will be talking to our team member Sumera Ahmed about how she draws her inspiration from nature. Let's join the talk. Welcome to the Voice of Islam Poets for Peace show. Um, I wondered if you could introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit what, about what you do professionally. Yeah, so I am a lecturer at the University of Manchester. So I've been doing that since I finished my PhD in 2010. And I'm also a psycho-spiritual counsellor. I do sound healing. Um, and I, I'm an awesome mum to a beautiful <laughs> Brilliant, that's beautiful. I love that. Um, so with your diverse background and multidimensional skills in optometry, sound healing, psycho-spiritual counselling, how has nature played a role in inspiring your multifaceted approach to healing and spirituality? Yeah, so nature has been my greatest teacher. As a child, I always felt most at peace in nature. And I was a bit of a wild child and spent lots of time exploring forests and meadows and rivers and lakes. And I always had this sense of being part of a larger whole. And if I ever saw a rabbit hopping in a field, 
There was always a part of me that felt as though I was that rabbit and my heart would leap out to join it in the playful dance of life, which is this mm. so-called Leela. And I guess this early connection to nature has very much inspired my current work. And I'm so pleased to see that the latest research into psychotherapy recognizes the value of talking therapy in nature. So there's much mm. overlap in, in between all of these realms. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, I agree. You're smiling ear to ear because the thought of nature and fields and um, creatures and animals—it just—it—it it fills you with with a sense of joy, even without the the layer of therapy to it. <clears throat> therapy in itself, <laughs> for sure. Okay, so and in your voice therapy and uh, sound healing practices. Our nature sounds often utilized for a sense of spiritual recognition of, of a divine or a higher being. Yeah, very much so. So in my sound healing work, I use instruments that mimic the sound of nature. So we have like an ocean drum, we have a rain stick, and we have shakers. And I also use this little mallet on the gong, and it makes this whale-type sound. Um, yeah, and for the voice work, I often guide clients to make wind-like sounds or bright vowel tones, and these are linked with the energy centers of the body. And what we often find is that these natural sounds have a centering, meditative quality, and that quietens the mind, opens the heart to receive healing not only from our own higher selves, but also from source. Yeah. Wow, sounds sounds amazing. How can I book on? <laughs> <laughs> sounds fantastic. I love the work that you're doing. <laughs> um, so I've been thinking about um, non-duality today. And yeah. it's a concept that was new to me. Um, the concept that entities don't exist in opposition to one another and they're not separate from one another and non-duality being another form of unity, the understanding that everything in existence, including us as human beings, are not separate from an ultimate reality of awareness, like a supreme higher consciousness. So in that regard, I wanted to ask you, <clears throat> with your insight into various spiritual traditions, do you perceive the natural world embodying the principles of non-duality and a divine connection? Yeah, absolutely. So nature embodies such a seamless web of life with all parts working in harmony and, you know, trees, birds, even stones reflect the one consciousness, each forming mm. a part of a whole. And when we tune into nature, we can feel a deep con connection to all things and we can see how the one um, apparently manifests as many and in nature, we can really find ourselves breathing with the whole of the universe. Um, but even more so, if we really let it, we can let the universe breathe us. Mm. It's really, really beautiful um, working in sync with, with nature. It is. It sounds wonderful. And it's um, bringing me back to all the, the poets for peace who are sending in their poetry and even your words sound so poetic <laughs> you know nature in in the divine and seeing the beauty of nature reflected in its creator so it's all coming together 
um, in the words that you're you're speaking in your professional sphere as well. That's really nice to hear. Um, does your upcoming book, Awaken to Love, relate to uh, awakening to the love of a divine creator by appreciating the beauty of its creation? Yes. So it's built on the premise that um, as within, so without. And what I mean by that is that when we can see the beauty outside ourselves, we see that it really mimics the beauty within us and vice versa. Mm. And this mm. beauty is really the, the universal love that exists in each one of us. And it's that love that helps us to deal with the paradox of the both and. And this means the ups with the downs, the highs with the lows, the day with the night. And it makes me think of uh, Rumi when he says, the rose's rarest essence lives with the thorns or in the thorns. And mm. The, the beautiful petals of the rose cannot be without its thorns. And in this way, nature really shows us how we can navigate this paradox with grace and love. And, yeah, oh. this is the theme that I touch on in, in my book. Oh, that's beautiful. How long did your book take to, to write? Um, well, it it's kind of feels like it was writing itself. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Um, so it's... We're talking. We're we're about a year year in now, and it's just just about ready. So yeah, that's really exciting. Yeah, very exciting. Um, I wondered, do you draw inspiration from nature sound as a musician? So that's yeah. another one of your your talents. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so in the children's book that I wrote, um, which is prior to the adult one that I'm writing and finishing off now, um, on the back I write that I wear many or multiple hats. So, mm. yes, the, nature is um, really one of my greatest muses for music, and, and I find that the melodies and rhythms I hear in wind and water and birdsong really does feature in the music that I play, and... Yeah, recently I was lying in this beautiful meadow with my eyes closed and I, I just suddenly twigged that, oh my gosh, the birds are singing of God's love for us. They're, yeah. they're wishing us joy and peace. And, <laughs> and in that moment, I just, I just thought, oh my gosh, the whole universe is just a song of love. We mm. are the notes of that song. And I just, yeah, made me feel really, really, really happy. Oh, it's really nice to speak to you and, and get that sense of peace and calm that you you take from nature and and the beauty of, of the world. I, I love that. I'm really enjoying talking to you about it. Um, my last question for you is, as a lecturer and a clinician at the University of Manchester, do students tend to explore spiritual self-healing through interactions with nature? Yeah, that's a great question. So in optometry, which is kind of quite a sciencey topic, you would have thought that there wouldn't be any space for all of this, but there actually is. I'm finding that it's become much more common now for students to talk about mental health, talk about self-healing, and actually how much they enjoy nature as part of this process. So um, we certainly often encourage 
students to take breaks in nature, um, to really draw energy from, from the trees and to breathe and to really slow down. And we have these beautiful trees right outside the clinics and I certainly can feel their uplifting energy. So it's a joy for me to watch these young young ones sit outside on the grass and enjoying time in nature. So it's definitely a really, really positive shift. Yeah. Mm. Something that that wouldn't have happened when I was an undergraduate. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, Manchester can be quite um quite a busy hustle bustle kind of place, but there are some pockets of beautiful scenery and greenery, which I think it's great that your students are accessing and, and great that they have a lecturer who's who's pro nature. <laughs> yeah. And I sometimes feel that I spend more time talking to them about nature and about healing and about God than, than about eyes. Um, so I sometimes have to kind of check myself and go, no, no, Laura, we're here about eyes. You know? <laughs> but I think they kind of like it. They like it as a bit of a, yeah. a bit of a break from how difficult it is. Mm. Yeah, life can be really challenging, but I think with, with that um, mindset that you have, um, and all the experience that you have, that you bring that sense of calmness and, and love and peace to their world. I think that's wonderful. <laughs> I think they're very, very lucky and very fortunate to have somebody like you. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for being part of the show. And um, I hope you get a chance to listen to all the poets talking about the nature and, and, and the beauty of nature and its creator and, <clears throat> it's been wonderful talking to you yeah like likewise thank you so so much <laughs> thank you take care that was an enriching conversation and dr laura patras summarized it so beautifully that nature has been her greatest teacher now it's time for a little break sipping your coffee relax with nature's tranquil music Calming sounds of sea waves splashing on the shore. Close your eyes, take a deep breath and let yourself be transported to a serene beach for a water lullaby. We'll be back shortly, so stay tuned. Power of Poetry, stirring hearts, melting discord, fostering harmony, poets for peace. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be on you. Welcome back. I hope you're feeling refreshed after your brief escape to the beach with soothing ocean sounds. Let's now dive back into our show, moving on to our last inspirational segment. Welcome to our inspirational segment, commencing with recitation of a verse from the Holy Quran. 
I seek refuge with Allah from Satan, the rejected one. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. And there is not a thing but glorifies him with his praise, but you understand not their glorification. Chapter 17, verse 45. All creations in the heavens and earth are glorifying their Creator through their manifestations. The vast expanse of the universe and the intricacies of our beautiful natural world awaken curiosity and wonder and the desire for the quest of the Supreme Creator behind these marvels, who is unfathomable, limitless, overwhelmingly awesome and beyond human comprehension. The keys to his recognition are his divine attributes, which are his self-portrayal and hold great significance to help us understand and appreciate his divine qualities, his uniqueness, perfection, majesty, and power inspiring love, fear and hope, enhancing our devotion and strengthening a bond with him. Now we're going to present the English rendering of a hymn in God's praise written originally in Urdu language by Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, peace be upon him, the promised Messiah and prophesied world reformer of our age divinely sent to unite mankind in the latter days. The poem is sung in the melodious voice of Farah Mirza from Dallas, USA. How manifest is the radiance of the divine source of light. The whole world is becoming a mirror for our sight. Last night, beholding the moon made me restive as it reflected a glimpse of my beloved's beauty. Signs of your splendor are manifest everywhere wherever we see each vista leads to you your grandeur is reflecting in the brilliance of the sun your dazzle is on display 
in every twinkling star. How manifest is the radiance of the divine source of light. The whole world is becoming a mirror for our In this breathtaking ode to the divine creator, the promised Messiah, peace be upon him, paints a vivid tapestry of the world as a radiant reflection of the creator's glory. Wherever we look, we see the wonders of his artistry and creativity. This profound poetry, filled with divine adoration, stirs the soul and inspires a longing in the reader's heart for the Supreme Being. The line, wherever we see, each vista leads to you, emphasizes the omnipresence of God and presents a heartfelt invitation, a call to recognize the Creator whose attributes are seen manifested in the beauty of the natural world. It is a celebration of the interconnectedness of all things, urging us to embrace a spiritual journey that leads us towards our divine source, the ultimate creator who has fashioned both the world and the beholder. The poem becomes a beacon guiding readers to discover the sacred origin of all creation and awaken wonder and awe for the might and power of its creator. Hope you enjoyed the symphony viewpoint and inspirational segments of our show today. Join us on our next episode to explore yet another exciting theme through poetry. Till then, stay blessed. Peace be on you. Poets for Like the white peace dove, symbolic of peace and love. Playing the tranquil symphony of universal peace and harmony. Love for all and hatred for none is our passion, aim, and motive.